I'm Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to join me is Liz Atherton, founder of Cast Voices. Thanks for joining us. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for the invite. I'm, I'm happy to be here. You know, I had um, been following some of your posts. I had heard about Cast Voices. Um, the thing that struck me the most about you was something you wrote about a friend of yours, just your, your acts of kindness in a time when we really need to be thoughtful to one another. You know, <laughs> thank you for saying that and thank you for saying it that way, but honest to goodness, it doesn't feel like an, uh, an act of kindness. It's, it's almost more in the realm of survival and kindness. You know, um, I guess it, it's, um, yeah. So the story that you're referring to is last week, my, one of my best friends who also happens to be my neighbor arrived at my door having slashed both her wrists mm. and her ankle. And I don't want to sensationalize on what was going on with her or her name or any of that. I just want to say that when you're confronted with something so horrific and something out of your control, be it a, a suicide attempt, be it a wreck you've come upon, or God forbid somebody you know has COVID and it, it you know, whatever those things are, you kick into, or at least I did, I kicked into this, how am I going to mitigate this situation and have a, as good an outcome as it can. Sure. And that happened. And I got, you know, therefore by the grace of God, go thee, but I had a um, profound sense of calm and exactly what I should do. But it's the afterwards that's kind of getting me. Oh, yeah. I just got to tell you, man, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm crazy. <laughs> I've raised four kids. I'm crazy. <laughs> So I, my picker when it comes to boys is way off, <laughs> but I don't know. It's normally I can get through those things, but getting through this one, honest to goodness, mm. is a little more difficult. It's, um, yeah. I don't know what to do with my friendship. I don't know what to do with uh, the sensationalism of it all upon myself. I don't know what to do about it. I've not been confronted with such an, in, you know, unexpected something. Sure. Self-care. Self-care. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what, anyway. you know, it sounds like I've, I have found myself in situations where I have to switch into crisis mode, leadership mode. And then when it's all over and things are under control, I fall apart. I crumble. I replay it. I put it on rewind and replay it in a loop, processing it. My problem is, is that I'm not doing that. Ah. It hits, I get a good cry going, and then I stop. And I, I mean, while, you know, the good cry lasts for just a few minutes and then the stop is a full stop. What I don't want this to do is to come back and haunt me later because I haven't dealt with it. And I'm a, you know, I feel like my personal journey these last couple of years has been one of self-enlightenment 
and um, really finding my, my, my being, my joy, you know, and mm-hmm. it's, it's not a work thing. It's not a relationship thing. It's not a family or a pup or a house or a responsibility thing. Sure. It's a soul thing. It's a yeah. soul thing. And when things like happened with my neighbor last week or, you know, some crisis of the heart, which seems to be where most of my crises happen, you know, <laughs> or any of that, um, I've really been working on strengthening my emotional muscle. And, you know, I've been doing it with um, good conversation and good therapy because I think, I believe, oh no, I don't think, I believe in those things. Okay. And I encourage everybody to. Yeah. Definitely. I, I believe so strongly in self-care and building resilience and positivity right now because we've never been faced with anything. Nobody expected this. There's no preparation for what we're going through right now. And as I had said to you, we were going through a mental health crisis. Now we're in a mental health pandemic and it's affecting all ages. And, and on so many planes, race, religion. Yeah. Politics, yes. Family, love. It's on all of these, uh, you know, emotional forefronts. And so, where we can agree with someone politically, we might be accosted by somebody that's, you know, got a different basis, or where we think one person calls it a riot, another person calls it a peaceful demonstration with infiltration. We're so up against so many things, isolation. I mean, I've been home alone now for a year. You know, I've been very fortunate. There's been some careful meets and things and greets, but it's really me home. And uh, I'm good. I am, (laughs) despite my sparkling personality, (laughs) I really am. (laughs) I really am someone who likes to just, you know, me and the dog, we dwell well. That's know? good. That's so, good. So that's been fortunate. And thank goodness for modern technology. And right. thank goodness for my work. And thank goodness for the people that I get to work with. And thank goodness for my friends. And thank goodness for angels who have stepped up and made this last year, two years, livable. And I start with livable above bearable because, you know, there's things like basic necessities that in my case and many people I know cases just went away. Right. And you're like, Lord mercy, what am I going to do? And I, um, I have health concerns. And I mean, I'll just name one. It's asthma. Ugh. And I'm old, you know, and I can't, I would not be a wise option for me to catch this nasty beast and I believe in it and I believe in science and I believe in all that kind of stuff yeah but you know you can even be arguing on whether or not that's real yeah you know and I I, excuse me I gotta back up though old isn't old uh really like really (laughs) consider yourself old you know I have a new theory on that come on and I am happy to extol my theory because I think it is so (laughs) true I think at some point your mental age settles. Okay. Okay. So go with me on this a minute. All right. So uh, you you might be 16, even though you're in the body of a a 46 year old, you (laughs) might be 48 in the body, body of a six year old, you know, but I believe believe that. that. Okay. So stay with me on this. Okay. 
So I'm not quite sure what my age is. <laughs> some might That's argue okay. 16. <laughs> some might argue, you know, man, I was one brilliant 16 year old or some yes. might argue older, younger, whatever. But I think once you are in that age range, it doesn't matter what your body does. <laughs> you know, you can get, I, I'll, and I, you know, I'm not, I'm not shy. I'm 60 years old, you know, but, um, but the, the thing about it is, and I don't want to just go with age is just a number because it's not because your age is at that, wherever that was arrested development, whatever it was, whether it was a mature age or not, you know, you become smarter and you become wiser and you become better with your decisions. But <clears throat> ultimately the initial way that you process any situation is exactly how you process when you were uh, that age. Mm-hmm. So you know, so back on the old, I'm sorry, that's, that's Liz's extolation on <laughs> aging. You know, I, I say that because I remember uh, having this woman on my show and she was 86 and she was training to hike Mount Kilimanjaro, you know? Bravo, man. I'm trying to get up and down my stairs when necessary, but good on her. <laughs> I know. <clears throat> that's fantastic. I know. I, I feel like people that are older than us can teach us a lot. And by older, so older. I mean, yeah. just saying, because, you know, my uh, children, especially, and they're, they're young adults now, but, you know, this last week, one of my, one of my children is in her fourth year of med school. She's actually um, looking through which uh, residency she's going to head to. Um, Amazing. But yeah, I'm so proud of her. She's just terrific. My two older boys have made their mark in the business world at a young age, and they're so smart. My third son is an actor, but he's also my partner in our business, and he's brilliant. And, man, they all stepped up this past week. I mean, just, you know, and the three of them gave me such different advice. And I'm like, y'all are younger than me, and I birthed you. <laughs> I'm going to hope that through whatever wisdom I extol that they have taken it to the next level and yes. uh, I respect their opinions. And so, um, yeah, I guess, again, I'm, I'm having a chatty afternoon. <laughs> no, this is great. This is great. You know, because people listen to my show and they're going through something or they know somebody who's going through something. So I'm always wondering like what people do when they are having a bad day, you know, what do you do right now? Oh goodness. You, when I truly, and what I've done kind of this past week, and again, I want to, I want to put out some good grace and thanks there because my team that I work with called me, checked on me, never got on me about, cause we're about to launch and there's a lot of work to be done. Sure. And I simply told them, I have a little bit of a difficult time here. And they're like, man, take all the time you need. And they meant it. It wasn't, it wasn't just lip service and they were just really terrific. But uh, when I can get beyond the sudden babam, I put my earbuds in, mm-hmm. <laughs> I crank up my music nice. and I literally dance. That is nice. literally what I do. Um, I have candles going all the time. Um, I, I'm grateful to the energy of the world and people, you know, not to step into religion, but I just absolutely hope in inside and out believe we are all just one. 
And uh, the stuff that I'm experiencing right now, you know, I consider myself too much of an empath, but <laughs> the stuff that I'm, you know, and, and I mean, whether you believe that stuff or not, oh, I do. Fully. Yeah. But I mean, even general yeah. listening public, you can yeah. be empathetic. But in my particular case, I have such strong intuition and such strong empathy that at some point you have to learn how to protect yourself from mm-hmm. that. But I also feel like for whatever reason, let's go around. <laughs> they're, they're putting me through the training ground. We want you to know what this feels like. And we want you to know what that feels like. And that, and that, and that, and that. And oh, by the way, you're not learning your lesson on that one. We know it hurts the worst, but girly girl, <laughs> to right. figure that out, you're going to have to do it over and over again. Yes. And I'm like, me, me and that entity, we're having conversations. I'm like, kind of done here. <laughs> I'm not sure what it's taking, but mm-hmm. I'm kind of just ready to kind of, um, figure this out because I want to <laughs> reap the benefits yes, here. And exactly. I am, I mean, you know, my glass is mostly always half full and I am not afraid to ask for help. And I genuinely love people. I, even maybe not everybody, but <laughs> I try. most people, most people, I try to see the good in whatever's going on on their side of the fence. Cause Lord knows if they were on mine, they might go, whoop. So where's the exit? Exactly. <laughs> quick, quick. <laughs> uh, I found it so interesting how you really pivoted. You um, founded Tag Talent. I did. And 2018, I think you sold the company. I did. Well, let me preface that by saying that I was extraordinarily lucky in my last active years at Tag that the guy that was handling, handling the on-camera was so good at what he did. And the guy that was handling voiceover was so good at what he did that, you know, they were very supportive in this decision and it was an amicable walk. And, um, you know, that made it easy. That made it easy. And, you know, they had been doing those roles in the company for many years. It wasn't like, you know, I was going to be, I mean, everybody was very well taken care of. Um, But for me, you know, I jumped in the, to do this. I mean, my background before TAG is I was a project manager in a Fortune 10 company in the engineering development side of things, you know. So I, I'm pretty shrewd and good at project management. Mm-hmm. Um, my agency website was one of the first ones ever in the world. Technologically in the background, you know, people were able to load their resumes and manage their resumes. They weren't PDFs. You know, there's a lot of progress and progressive stuff that we had done. And so um, it was an absolutely natural progression to move into what I'm doing. Matter of fact, I reserved casting.com back in 1995. Did you really? <laughs> I did, but lost it because we, you know, yeah. didn't, didn't, you know, it was one of those things. Yeah. But um, yeah, and, you know, the team that I get to work with has made this great. I mean, it took longer than I wanted to find funding and, and I learned a lot, you know, and I'm so grateful that it took as long as it did because the um, people that I work with came to me and they're the perfect people. I mean, they're just the perfect people. So we have a beautiful team. We have a beautiful working relationship. We're going to launch um, at least the verticals, the talent and the agency verticals, I believe maybe in the whole thing in um, a little over two months, a little less than two months, like into March. 
yeah, we're, we're about to kick off on the 28th. A, uh, it's going to seem weird, but it's a Kickstarter fundraiser. Okay. And it's not, and we're good. We're good on funding. But if people want to subscribe to Cast Voices early, then uh, we have three, three memberships. And I'm not trying to get into business, but it's just we're going to be donating. You can, if you bought this membership, 33 to 40% of the membership fees to charity. Oh, wonderful. And so <clears throat> the way we track that and it's transparent is by doing it on uh, Indiegogo. And because then everybody can see, you know, we're not hiding anything. We can see, look, we sold a thousand memberships, our subscriptions. That means that we're going to have this pot of money. And that means, you know, so we have accountability and that's a big thing for us is accountability and And transparency transparency. anyway and transparency, you know, so hopefully that goes well. And, uh, you know, but getting to do that kind of work, my heart goes bitter, better. Right. Well, also what I was going to say is who would have imagined that what you're starting is the perfect fit considering we're in a pandemic? Oh my gosh. Right. I mean, if I had said to you, (laughs) Hey, you're going to do this thing and it's going to be online and, you know, and we're going to be in a pandemic. Yeah, sure. (laughs) And everybody's going to use that thing. (laughs) I know. Because we're all remote. Yeah. Perhaps this is my reward. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not just my reward. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I know I sound like, you know, some evangelicist or, or whatever that word, evangelic, that word. Anyway, I am, I'm just so freaking grateful. And I mean, inside and out, inside and out, Yeah, I cannot, you know, in terms of the emotional turmoil that goes on, the beautiful thing is that on the other side, my, my analytical working side of things, mm-hmm. I am so solid. I feel so, I mean, the team is solid. My tribe is also my target market. What a blessing. I'm, I mean, it's this huge and, you know, they all have known me long enough that they know it's real, you know, and, you know, everybody has been patient and grateful and, you know, there's still a couple of hurdles to get through, but that's okay. It, you know, it's okay. And I feel like launching within my tribe, be it, albeit if you do the fundraiser or if you don't, it, it, Mm -hmm. you know, if you join, I feel like, you know, (laughs) that we are going to do it and fix it for you. Because yeah. our target market are the actors, you know, the voiceover actors and then the on camera and things like that. But our goal was to give them a presence. It's not a P to P. You just get, if you, if you do subscribe, you get more benefits, but you can still play in the casting side of things no matter what. Um, but I feel like we've built something that is so much more than just an opportunity to see and be seen. So I'm really excited. And and this is just our MVP. You know, it's minimal viable product. Yeah. We, I mean, once we get this stuff rocking and rolling, we have this list, we call it the TV. We have this list of features that we're going to be adding that just make this a really an awesome tool. So (laughs) you can tell I'm passionate about it. I love it. It's amazing. But also you've addressed a problem and you're also doing something unique because I mean, I got into voice acting years ago in Boston 
And then I came out here and it was so competitive and I got the agent and, and it, you're constantly having to pivot. And if you don't pivot and you're not open and you're not right. willing to learn, then you shouldn't really be in this industry. And then having this pandemic, oh, Source Connect, mm -hmm. got to do Source Connect, you know? And so you have to kind of grow and learn and work on the craft. And I'm going to put a plug in here from my, my bud, Randy, at Connection Open. Okay. Oh, yeah, Connection, Connection Open, Open is an good. option as well as source. Yeah. And, I, and I love me some Randy. But, you know, um, yes, we can call it uh, the voiceover, but I think that you guys are entrepreneurs, yes, you know. Yes. And so I, we call ourselves voiceover artists, but ultimately in your core, you know, your voiceover is your, is your gift, is your, yeah. is your, is your tool, is your craft, right. but your body has to say, and your soul has to say, I'm an entrepreneur, which means I will throw caution to the wind. <laughs> I will go completely without, yes. I will, I will go well beyond what's even reasonable yes. to create this business and I think we forget that as as what I call the 1099ers of the world you know we're all 1099ers we get paid on 1099s we generate 1099s that are you know and so we're just a completely different breed of people yeah and you know and it it kind of starts with brevity yes you know yeah and but it's 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 I call it, it's right up there with all, you know, schizophrenia, quite honestly, but because I think we are Thanks so you, wacko. <laughs> yes, but, but I'm right there with Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I think it's on the, it was it. Our decision processes come from just not, and I'm sure other people that aren't, entrepreneurs can be on the spectrum as well. well we'll allow them over here but i mean we're wait say that again you kind of broke gung -ho. up and oh, we gung -ho, sometimes yes. we make decisions that others look, that others look at us and go have you lost your mind yeah and how about why not go get a real job and you're like do oh, you I understand that. that this is better than a real job yes. this is a passion and it pays right <laughs> you know? right so, yeah, well, I'm really, I agree with that completely. I'm because for instance, every day I make sure I get up and I have time to myself to think and process things. And I go for a walk and I make sure I'm eating well. And, and so I, I take care of my mental, physical, and emotional health pretty much every day. And if I don't, I can feel I'm off. Something's out of whack. Well, I need to follow your example because while I've taken care of some things I've not taken care of everything well enough. And, you know, that's why I think this, or maybe I have, and this is, and I'm managing it, but, you know, um, mental health <laughs> and I'm good. I don't want anybody to think I'm not good, man. I'm, I am solid, but it's, um, solid with like, like Swiss cheese. Okay. But hold on, <laughs> Liz, it's okay to say I'm not good today. I'm off. To absolutely. I'm not good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Today I happen to be good. It, you know, it was a good day, but in general, I am, uh, I am ready for some sunshine and fresh air yes. <laughs> and hugs yes. and driving to the grocery store. Hey, how do I'm wearing the mask? I'm all in. I know. Just, but I'm ready to not feel afraid. 
Yeah. And I, you know, I'm, I support shots or vaccinations. Mm-hmm. Um, two of my children had COVID. My third one is in LA and on lockdown. Yeah. And my uh, daughter, since she's, you know, in the doctor world, um, has gotten both of her shots. So, and she's training to be an ER doctor. So now, now that she's inoculated, she can actually go in to the ER where there's respiratory concerns going on, which was not the case um, up until now. So even though she's an ER doctor, she was doing every other rotation or ER in that train. And um, so now that's going to change. And and I'm sitting here and they'll still do the PPE and all that kind of stuff. But now she can at least go learn because I think this pandemic it's going to be around for quite a while. Me too. And by the, by the time she graduates, having experienced it, transitioning into a full-time doc, I think will be just, it's just a requisite. Yeah. No, I can agree with you. Um, you know, interesting. You mentioned the word fear and I feel a lot of anxiety some days about COVID because um, I'm right outside of LA, I'm in Orange County, and we have 0% bed capacity in the ER. Zero percent. So here's what I did. You know, go okay. ahead. No, no, I'm listening. Ahead. I'm listening. I was going to say, I did something different to take my mind away from the fear, that kind of fear, because actors know fear, other people know fear, entrepreneurs know fear. So I did kind of an experiment on my own fear, and I um, signed up for something that would normally scare me. It was to learn how to ride a three wheel motorcycle. A Can-Am biker. Well, it was because it's a fear, right? And the other thing is, it's the one of the few activities where you say, I am not going to be even looking at my phone because I have to focus on what I'm supposed to do, the safety, right, and paying attention. And they told us that morning that some woman took off on this 1,200cc bike and rode into a curb. Not that she wasn't paying attention, but that it was so powerful. But still, yeah, be careful. You got to be careful. So, um, and we're all in helmets and gear and everything, but I enjoyed it so much. I signed up for the two day motorcycle class. And again, no, you can't have your phone. And I'm with uh, these total strangers. You know, when we took our helmets off, we're wearing masks. But the reason I say this is because I think it's really good to number one, do something you've always wanted to do. That's safe right now, relatively safe. And also you're challenging yourself, you're learning. Because if somebody once said to me, it was a casting director, have a full life, you know, really work on having a full life. So there's something you really want to do or something that scares you, singing, anything, go for it, right? Yes, absolutely. And bravo to you. Um, bravo, that's really great stuff. Um, back when in early agenting, I was early well-known for repping some of the most talented kids. And so when you are repping a lot of talented kids, everybody wants to come to you or a lot of people do. And this was, you know, 20, 30 years ago, but, um, the moms and dads would come in and I'll never forget this phone call. This mom, her, her, her child is six and he she really wants to put him in all these classes 
and so that he can learn how to play baseball in class in case he's in a movie. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, would you take him out of all those classes and let him go play baseball, let him go play football, let him dress up, let him be who, whatever he is because full life. And if you want to be an actor, Yeah. And if you're plagued with being an empath, <laughs> you, you know, the more you experience, the more when it's time for you to understand it, being on the screen or through the crazies, you, and sorry, no disrespect, crazies, you know, I love you, but you know, thank you. You've been there, done that yeah. <laughs> as opposed to learning how to deliver the been there, done that. Oh, I know. You know, I mean, coaching is without a doubt, one of the most important things any anybody can do in a creative career. So I support coaching a bazillion percent. Um, but there's nothing <laughs> you can't undo. I mean, you doing it, actually experiencing yes. the effort and then recreating it. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know, so yeah, but fear, fear. And the thing about fear is we, we can't control it. Yeah. You know, we can educate it. We can soften it. Mm-hmm. We can hold on to it, but we can't say, Oh, that's not going to make me afraid unless you deal with it. Yes. Ultimately, you know, yeah. I'm not going into that dark room. Well, look, light on, light off, light on, light off, light on, you know, it's okay. Light off. It still scares you, but mm-hmm. eventually you figure out how to cross that threshold into that dark room. Right. Because you've dealt with the fear mm-hmm. and you know, I don't know if that's a good analogy or not, but it's, yeah. you know, it, you can't, you can't choose what makes you afraid and you can't choose who you love. You know, those things are, those come from an organic space. Yes. And so, yeah. Yeah. You figure out how to filter that organic space <laughs> with better decisions, Definitely. you know, or learned decisions or experiences. Yes. So I know we have to wrap up soon, but where can people find out more about you? Oh, you're so awesome. Thank you for that. Uh, castvoices.com. Now one word, castvoices.com is where you can sign up. Um, we are going to do the fundraiser. That'll go out through social media. It's different. Um, but uh, castvoices.com. I'm Liz Atherton on LinkedIn. It may be Liz L. Atherton, but I'm Liz Atherton on LinkedIn. And if you are brave, and I preface this with brave, you can go follow me on Facebook. But here's the thing. I'm about as real as it gets over there. And I have no filter. And some of my things can be just downright naughty. So I'm just saying, if you go over to follow me on Facebook, you are pre-warned. Well, that's why I follow you, because I enjoy it. I have, I have a little bit of an irreverent thing in me and you know, I just kind of let it fly. I love it. Anyway, but it's never, it. it's never intended to be cruel. I don't no. do that. So I try not to. Not if I, I got accused of doing cruel the other day when I said, it was this Someone meme. Went. It was so funny. It was this meme. And it, the meme was, um, so do you really want to kiss after the first date? And by kiss, do you mean leave me some Mexican food at my door? You know what I mean? It's like, I mean, I may have messed that up a little bit. It was funny. And this individual who just really took a different view of things was like, that's cruel. And that's this. And that's that. And I'm like, I really (laughs) didn't see it, but I tried to 
appreciate because, you know, again, I steal them all. I steal them all. So I'm just yes. here to tell you, I didn't go out and create it. And no, you're say, just recycling. This, this is my soul I'm bearing to you about, yes. you know, carving pumpkins naughtily, but it's just not where I'm at. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. So join it. You're our follow at your, at your own, own risk. risk. Discretion. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, Liz, I really enjoyed this. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I had a great time too. I appreciate you. Mm-hmm.